Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm chatting to dietitian Melissa Yip about how many carbs you should eat if you're a diabetic. Here's part two. First, we want to be getting them from the right sources, like where are we building our diet from? I think once you get that right, like and you're understanding the carb sources, then it would be like now we want to look at some portions. Yeah. 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 And, and how much carbs we yeah. should be eating. Yeah, generally with type 2 diabetics. So it, the way I approach these things with clients kind of depends on a couple of things. So one, whether they have diabetes or not. So if someone has the luxury of taking things slow, um, you know, in terms of time, you know, taking mm. things slow, not having to drastically reduce their blood sugars immediately, then I would actually focus on getting a good understanding on the type of of carbohydrates so the quality of the carbohydrates whole food versus processed foods first because the client has the luxury of time yes but if i get a type 2 diabetic with uncontrolled blood sugars then my priority actually changes a little bit Mm. and i focus on getting the portions right first so regardless of the type of carbohydrate they're eating they need to understand portions first because we don't have the luxury of time Mm. to you know learn about what a good quality carb is and what isn't so if that client is eating white bread then my um, priority is making sure they understand what a serve is appropriate when you're eating white bread rather than me trying to convince them to eat whole meal or multigrain bread because Mm. that change in habit takes time, time that they don't have. Yeah, I see. And and really at the end of the day, I think that that's important for people to know. I remember chatting to someone around weight management and I'd given them suggestion, like suggestion portion can of like carbohydrate foods Mm. because we have our carb serving sizes list that we use with our clients. But I'd also spend a lot of time on the types of carbs like choosing high fibre and whole foods. And I remember her being like, oh, I had white bread over the weekend and I had like eight slices in a meal because, you know, I didn't have whole meal available. And I remember saying to her, I was like, you do know that if you just had still – the, the recommended serving size of white bread, that that's actually the same amount in grams of carbohydrate as if you ate the whole meal bread nearly yeah. within a couple of grams, like same carbohydrate load on the body. And she was like, what? Yeah. I was like, so you could have still had the same amount of energy, the same carb load. I'm like, yeah, not as much fiber, not as much nutrients. Maybe all of those carbs went into your bloodstream a little quicker yeah. than normal, but you – and it was just this like light bulb moment for her where she was just like, oh, my gosh. I was like, try not to go all or nothing with this. If you've only got white bread, still portion yeah. control it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the thing a lot of people struggle with as well is that they do all or nothing. It's like yeah. I'm either doing the right thing, which is eating <laughs> the, 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 the good type or the right type of carbohydrate in the right portions. And then if I stuff one bit up, which is I, you know, I eat the, the wrong type of carbohydrate, then, well, I'm going to stuff it and just go go for my life. Yeah. Like, eat as much as I want. Yeah. yeah. Or they do cheat days. I think that's another thing that really grinds my gears is when they say, I'll have a cheat day. I'm like, who are you cheating? 
do you think you're cheating diabetes? Like it's not going to get full just because you think it's a cheat day. It doesn't magically wipe off the carbs or anything. Like yeah. you can't cheat it. <laughs> yeah, the carbs are going into your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember actually doing something similar, but because I grew up in church, you know, so talking about sin and anyway, I'm going to get a tiny bit religious with you, but (laughs) it'd be like you grow up in church, like there's no such thing as a big sin or a little sin. It's all sin to God, right? That was sort of what you're taught. But I remember saying to someone, I'm like, but when it comes to nutrition, there is such things as big sins and little sins Mm. because, and not that eating food is good or bad. And so please, you guys know how I feel about food on this show but there's a big difference in the calorie and carb load of eating just one Tim Tam or the whole packet yes exactly yeah (laughs) like it makes a difference so just have your little Tim Tam and move on with the day um or have your white bread portion control it move on yeah let's talk about how much carbs we should be eating for diabetes is there a general recommendation that you'd start with how would you sort of tackle that That's a good question. Usually when it comes to carbohydrate portions for someone with type 2 diabetes, I usually start around the sort of 30 to 45 grams carbohydrates um, served per sitting. Mm. Um, And then, you know, the total carbohydrate for the day kind of just depends on lots of different factors. So, for example, how active a person is, how large a person is. So bigger people need more energy. And I guess things like their diabetes control. So, for example, if they're having... Um, high blood sugar levels already, then I would probably give smaller serving sizes as well. Mm. So yeah, it's about um, it's about portion per sitting rather than total carbohydrate intake a day as well. Um, just because I get clients who also then ask me. So for example, if I told someone, yes, your intake of carbohydrates is say 200 grams a day, then they're like, well, what if I don't eat any carbs for breakfast and lunch and I bank it all up for dinner and I'll keep <laughs> yep. a massive um, serve of mashed potatoes and everything? And I kind of explain to them that that's not how it works because mm. it's about the dose per sitting. So I kind of like right, to explain yep. car- about carbohydrates in terms of like a dosing thing. Mm. So it's not that there's anything inherently wrong with eating carbohydrates. It's just that the dose... Um, is an issue here because your body doesn't tolerate a large dose. So we need to have smaller doses um, spread over the day Mm. versus, you know, bam, all in one go. Okay. Yeah. Does that sort of make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So you kind of almost, there's a a bit of it that's, that's quite individualized, you know, from their activity levels and their, like how well their blood sugar levels are being controlled. Yeah. Um, but I like that, that it's actually more about the dose at that meal than the, the giving them, say, like a gram number for the day and then just sort of like yeah. <laughs> them deciding how they want to spend that. Yeah, yeah, because it can get um, pretty messy pretty quickly. Yeah. And then lots of other things also affect timing Mm. so usually if someone because when you think about type 2 diabetics it's not just one kind of person like Mm. there's so many different um medications they could be on um so for example if you're on um insulin and depending on the type of insulin you're on you don't have that sort of flexibility around your carbohydrate doses as well Mm. so i've had you know some clients where they're taking mixed insulins where they only do um say two injections a day, um, where I've had to be really strict and specific about how much carbohydrates they're having at breakfast time versus lunch and how we can't then chop and change and go less carb at breakfast one day, more carb at lunch because their medications doesn't allow that um, 
flexibility yes. versus another client who's not taking any medications at all and they're like kind of they have that flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. And I think that that's probably quite important that people know that just because, you know, their friend who also has type 2 diabetes yeah. is doing it, that with their diet doesn't necessarily mean that that's the right thing that they should be doing. Exactly. For them. Yeah. yeah. So interesting. So someone's just been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and they jumped on Google. As they do. As they do. <laughs> um, and they've started to read about keto and carb and they're like, right. Yeah. What do they need to do? Like if they were to do any sort of dietary change because they don't want to wait to see the dietitian, mm. they've hopefully made an appointment with one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's in a couple of weeks. Right. What would be the one dietary change that you would recommend that they make? Choose high fiber carbohydrates. So if you are eating carbohydrates, start with making the right um, type. So choosing the better quality yes. carbohydrates, simply because I wouldn't play around with the dose. There's just too many variabilities that um, that unless I can sit and assess a client, I mm. cannot make any recommendations. Mm. So for example, if I don't know, if, if that person is taking insulin, for example, I can't um, tell them to just stop eating carbs because you know, they run the risk of having a hypo. So mm. I wouldn't adjust the amount I eat quite yet. I mean, obviously there are some situations where you know you're eating too much. Mm. So for example, when I said yeah, 30 to 45 gram per sitting um, guide, that is two to three slices of bread. So if you're eating six slices of bread in one sitting, that is obviously way too much. Yeah. Um, Another really good um, way around it, if they really, really wanted to play around with their carbohydrate serves, is look at the recommended serving size on the back of food panels. Like mm. generally, most food manufacturers um, would have followed some sort of guide when they whack out their recommended serving sizes. Yes. So why not start from there? So if you're wondering, try yeah. that, you know, while yeah. waiting for a dietitian, just look at the back of your packaging and just see, you know, what's a recommended serving size? How far different is it from yours? And if you're w- eating way too much, try winding back. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it could be just rather than doing the whole, like, oh, I'm going to stop eating bread, pasta, rice, potato. I could, maybe I'll just halve my portion or even just drop my portion by a third or something just make a small reduction as a starting point yeah I really like that and looking for high fiber carbohydrates make sure you check out I've done a number of episodes on on carbs and fiber so make sure you listen to those and check that out if you want to know more information on that but Melissa is available to see clients new clients aren't you yeah So if you're liking what you're hearing and you think, yes, this is a dietitian for me, Melissa is available in Canberra face-to-face but also Australia-wide via video and she's excellent. I love her. Oh, thanks. Yeah, so much wisdom in just a half-hour chat. But if you've got any questions around diabetes, Melissa actually knows um, a bit about bariatric surgery as well, as well as a bunch of other dietetic things because you've been doing dietetics for a long time. A really long time. (laughs) (laughs) Please hit me up on social media with your question. We can get Melissa back on the show to answer your questions. But I hope you enjoyed uh, that chat. Have an amazing day, everyone, and we'll catch you in the next episode. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, 
feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods, or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode. <laughs>